privilege mattered for nothing when he defied the elder council. Now he had no privilege. It had been only days since his departure. The thought of her bear branded a traitor brought a sadness and darkness to her thoughts. Never before had she desired to leave the village. I need bear. She resolved to be with him no matter the consequences. Summoning her courage, she silently raised a leg to step out of the village. Willow! The interruption could only be seen as divine intervention. What were the odds someone wanted to speak to her the exact moment she vowed to leave the village? She exhaled the breath she didn't know she was holding. She took a step back and turned to see who was calling her. Moving through the structure, Colonel Mathers took note of the walls and deck. Steel could be manufactured by anyone with access to iron, a smelter, and a lot of patience. He had seen many variations of steel in his life, but this steel looked different. The cross beams and ribbing he passed were peculiar. They had a slight blue tint to them, and the texture was uniform. There were no bulky bolts or iron plates holding pieces together. They seemed to join seamlessly, perfectly. Since hearing that latch sound earlier, overhead illumination had powered on. He didn't think of it as overhead lighting. There were no light bulbs or any obvious light sources. The corners below and overhead simply started emitting light. There was no telltale hum of fluorescence or the limited horizon of light emitting diodes. The light simply was. His clinical examination was put on hold when he arrived at a hatch. He assumed it was a hatch. There were no obvious handles. The corridor was eight feet wide, easily wide enough for three or four men to walk shoulder to shoulder. The hatch was only about four feet wide. The combing curved beautifully into the bulkhead and deck. He was used to seeing the angular combing on naval vessels, but this combing was artful and even unbroken curve. Stopping to examine the hatch itself, he noticed a flat trapezoidal plate partially recessed into the frame. It had a concave, spherical indentation on both sides. He ran his fingers along the side of the hatch and cut his finger. Swearing silently, he removed his glove and sucked the blood from his finger. Stepping through the hatch, he continued down the corridor. A single drop of blood on the hatch glistened in the ambient light. This hatch leads to the power core. Anna grabbed his hand. She willed herself to not react to his four-fingered grip. She replied, Thanks for helping us, Bear. I'm trusting you to study it, not disable it. 